Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This is the NFT Project. Hey guys, and welcome back to the NFT Project. And today on the podcast, we have the full squad with us, uh, myself, Aaron, and Brock. Uh, and today, <laughs> we're here. How are we, boys? Say hello. I wasn't going to... Well. How's it going? How's I was going to intro first before I said, hey, what's up? But uh, we'll, do, we'll get that out of the way. You guys are doing well. I'm super stoked for tonight and, and pumped um, for what's happening all across the board in the in the space, actually. Um, we just had a really interesting sort of bit of chat before the podcast and we wish we recorded. But it wasn't about what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to be talking about music NFTs and how they're actually being accepted or are about to be accepted, I guess, into uh, the UK and Australian charts for NFT sales, uh, for, you know, for digital sales. Well, it's, um, it's, it's actually been um, the UK has, has okayed it in inverted commas, uh, since mid-Feb. Yeah. So it's been a little while, and, and they said there hasn't actually been any changes to the um, what the criteria was for like a digital sale. Um, they didn't actually change the criteria, but it just so happened that uh, whatever, um, you know, the new this new platform is doing, which is an Australian platform as well, um, it, uh, it fits within the category of a digital uh, music sale. So it gets counted on the charts as a sale um, and there's kind of two two bands who there's a bit of a gray area as to who's first here uh, we were talking about it before um, Muse and the Amazons I believe are the two groups uh, both from the UK I believe um, yeah so that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to be talking about NFTs uh, as you know, as digital sales in music charts, should they be counted in music charts? How can we count them in music charts? And sort of, you know, what do we think is going to happen in this next sort of period as that slowly comes into, you know, into the fold and we start counting those? So, um, you know, boys, first thoughts. What do we got? I know Brock, you're going to have a lot of thoughts. Um, Aaron, let's go to you first. Have you got any thoughts? Well, I was just thinking, you know, like it's like it definitely it definitely will be like something more like mainstream as the years go on. But it's, it's interesting because I feel like I can already um, envisage a time where like people are like, there's more NFT sales of music than there is like physical people buying like an album at fucking JB Hi-Fi or on iTunes or whatever. Um, and so I, you know, it's just, it's the, it's, we're going back to that kind of like buying stuff on iTunes, but obviously now with NFTs, um, you can actually like digitally own, um, that version of the music, which is cool. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's just, um, a matter of time really. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Brock? Let's, let's, let's hear your thoughts. I know oh, you're going to, I know you're going to love stretch. this one. <laughs> You've been wanting um, to talk about this for weeks. <laughs> it's been it's been something I've been watching. As I said, I found I I saw the original news uh, back in February, March, uh, and then nothing followed because I think everyone was just too scared to kind of follow it up. 
um, and do that first release. Uh, out of nowhere, a little tech company uh, now called Serenade has popped up and, and they've been releasing music, I think, since about the same time, about March um, from memory, March, April. Um, they've got a great bunch of minds uh, leading them and they've been they've done a couple of Australian artists as well, but they've managed to convince uh, Muse to come and release on their platform um, and at the same time, and I'd love to know how they've done this, they've, they've now become one of the first registered marketplaces that can sell NFTs and they're calling it um, the official name is Digital Pressing for an NFT sale on an official marketplace platform. What I'm most interested by is how is this not going to be like the next battlefront in a sense? Is why is a company that no one knows about the first? Um, you know, even now, I think there's probably like, mm, let's call it, I'm going to be generous here, 2,000 people maybe in their Discord, f- under 1,000 followers on Twitter. Um, you know, so obvi- quite obviously they've been backed by government or other, um, you know, angel investors in the space. So it's like, why is this particular company, why are these people um, leading the company, the ones that have been entrusted with this marketplace that is now going to be the first? And why is everyone else not clamoring in a sense? Because if you think about it, we've already been through this. Like we already had streaming and everyone was like, no, you can't count streaming. Streaming, no one knows it. It's just fake. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they realized, oh, yeah, you can actually quite, you can pretty easily tell if they've got fake streams because it's just coming out of (laughs) one country, one IP (laughs) address. One phone, one phone in. <laughs> in, in India, the Cayman Islands, just streaming <laughs> one song nonstop. Um, so, when once they realised that, and that kind of shut everyone up, and that they, you know, streaming now is is pretty much the only way people chart um, by having lots of streams because it is it is the premier place to consume music. And as you said, Aaron, why is it not going to be NFTs eventually? Because digital collectibles, like you can you can tell with the rise of the last, like, I think it was like three to five years of vinyl, as CD declined, vinyl had a rise because they were like, we don't need CDs anymore. It's their garbage, essentially, their doorstops. So if I want to buy music, I'm not going to buy it on iTunes because that's pointless <laughs> when I can just stream it. Because I, so, yeah, I already pay a subscription to stream it. Yeah, I'm already paying 12 <laughs> yeah. bucks a month. I don't need to pay another $1.95 to fucking own the track. I don't. I don't need it as my ringtone. I'm good. Um, <laughs> the so people have turned to vinyl, which shows there is a collectability to music, which is just why we're so bullish on NFTs. Is because the community, you guys out there that listen to music, us that listen to music, Aaron and I in particular, man, we buy any our favorite artists. They could release toilet paper. We'd be right there buying that, <laughs> buying that up. Keeping one to use, one to save. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it might get it might get more expensive in the future, <laughs> and we might be able to flip that shit. Um, and that and that's yeah, that's kind of where that's my thoughts immediately is is like 
this is going to be one of the biggest arms races we'll see once everyone hops on board and figures it out. I think like an important thing that needs to be established and figured out is like a standard. What kind of music NFT, well, like what, what does it look like? But yeah. also like, because what you can, what you could, what there's ways the you standard could, that, that they've made up and said, okay, we'll serenade. This music yep. NFT. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, like, tell us, give us some information for fuck's sake. But there's gotta be, there's gotta be some like level playing field with these. They have to be almost like just the digital collectible, because if you start attaching other utility to these things, well, then you're not really just reply. You know, I haven't got people just buying it for the music. You know what I mean? Like, what if what if everyone came with a, a ticket uh, to your but festival? Is that, but is that but is that uh, not what is that not CD what bundles? Yeah, I was CD gonna say, bundles, isn't that what man. CDs and stuff already did? Alison Wonderland well, did that spectacularly and charted her tracks, charted her very first album by doing exactly that. And everyone went, mm, "Fucking this is shit!" But then everyone started doing it and realized, "Hang on, this isn't so shit. This is actually really smart." And she so, even better than that. She sold. She gave a ticket away with her CD bundle. So then she sold out all her shows as well. Yeah. So that's what I was going to sort of say. Like, what if I sell um, an album that has a free ticket attached to it? Um, you know, is that is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius? Um, yeah. No. Is that so? Is that does that count? Like, I I don't know. I'm just wondering if if that's something have- that. You that have they to want say to look it at. does. Yeah. It's like, it's like saying like it like it's in you know, like it's also like the collectability as well is like something that you would buy a CD or album for as well. Like this is already might, a great like, episode. You you, you <laughs> calling it already. This like you, you might like banger. like you already collect like all the other CDs and stuff, so you want that CD. You like the artwork on it. Like these are all other factors other than just like, oh, I like the music and I want that music to like I, do well. I, I did exactly that. Blink-182, um, Enema of the State, released their album, bought it, and then they released a deluxe with that had like a T-shirt or something, bought it. Yeah. Owned two of the CDs. That not, they were both the same CD. One came with a shirt. I bought, it's I all bought starting John, to make I sense. Bought the, I bought the John Cena um, WWE album because the front of it looked like the WWE <laughs> championship you? belt, and I was like, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is this episode has taught me so much about you two in the last ten <laughs> seconds. I now get your whole NFT strategy experience and and the way you guys think. <laughs> we just no, understand collectibles because we are people that collect. We're collectors, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think that's important for a standard so that we can have. And and maybe, you know, maybe these things can include these other stuff. I don't know. But what I'm thinking is that it has to be a standard so that, you know, all the marketplaces that exist can adhere to a standard and then they can all be counted in the charts. You can't have this sort of exclusivity of only one marketplace being counted, I don't think. That's not very Web3 um, to begin with. And it's, it's also like, you know, it's your – Again, your gatekeeping, which is the thing that we're meant to be sort of promoting that these NFTs are sort of getting rid of. And and by putting it onto one platform, and, and maybe this is just where it starts and other platforms get approved and there is a standard. But I would hope that um, the, the guys at Serenade are, are thinking about this and trying to actually work with these different um, you know, governing bodies in the charts and stuff like that to actually come up with this standard so that other places can implement it and we can have sort of, you know, across the whole board, everyone knows, all right, if you want your music NFT to be counted, it's got to be this, you know? 
Well, Serenade, if you're listening to this right now, we've already tried to get in touch and have you on the podcast because we want to we want to understand and explain to the greater public, uh, especially all the artists out there that listen, what yeah, because there obviously already is a standard that you're talking about and understand what is that and how how as an artist can they release on Serenade or or will do you know of other marketplaces that currently exist that have been approved or. Well, you I know, think they're the first. I've got about, so, got about yeah. a thousand questions. I got a million <laughs> that are all that will all be good, and you know, it's free promotion for, you know, again, not to bag you, but an underperforming <laughs> popularity contest that you're in at the moment. So, like, I want to, we want to draw focus to your platform. So, again, contact with us. And I saw they got a bit of bit of Troy Casadelli on the front page. If you want to uh, <laughs> buy an NFT of his. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Troy's getting some NFTs out there. Um, <laughs> for, those, but, for those listening from overseas, you would have yeah. no idea who Troy Castelli is. <laughs> He's an Aussie, Aussie singer. Aussie country singer. Country singer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was interesting that um, just reading a lot of these articles around, um, around this story, um, it just highlighted so much to me how, like, how much the mainstream media doesn't know about the NFT space or crypto space. <laughs> For example, one of them said that Muse worked with uh, CryptoKitties, which is a blockchain platform in 2020. Um, I didn't know that they were a platform. Uh, Their project, um, I wouldn't call them a platform. Um, they also went on to say that Serenade is a blockchain itself. Um <laughs> It's not a blockchain. Uh, it's 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 a it's on a layer two. It's on Polygon, so it is quick and low fees. But um, yeah, that just just like after reading a few of these articles, it just I was just it. It's really difficult. Real to, head in hands kind of stuff. Oh, uh, kind of just doesn't matter. Like it's yeah, it just really made me think about um how much Real, bad inform well how much poor information must be out there that people are reading. Um, you know, about this stuff because this was something that was sort of shedding a positive light on it and it was getting facts wrong. Well, geez, what do they do when it's shedding a negative light on it? Um, <laughs> you know, they probably just make facts up, you know. So I just thought that was in an interesting thing to note just from reading the one article. There was so many, like, things that were just, like, not not correct. Um, so, yeah, it was the whole, um, you know, do your own research kind of thing. Um, mm. Clearly, clearly, mainstream media isn't at the moment. So, well, what? I think the interesting thing here that that's going to happen, and you know, like this is every post that Muse is kind of or had has had Muse or because obviously bigger, larger um, music marketing webs, you know, social media pages that, you know, promote upcoming album releases, et cetera, you know, just those mainstream ones, they're promoting the Muse NFT release. And you can just see in the comment, there is not one positive comment in there. Mm. Even though Muse are like world-renowned artists, there's just no respect. It's just straight up like, shut up, shut up. Oh, fucking, <laughs> not again. And it, it we just- lost another one, boys. Yeah. It, um... I really would like to go like pause and be able to go back to when streaming kicked off because I just don't think I was paying enough attention. Yeah. Um, when it kicked off, I just was like, oh yeah, that'll work. But I, I never really used and was kind of there in the early days. Yeah. Um, because I, I always 
as a DJ, I just had so much access to music, but I'd be on um, blogs and, you know, whatever else I had to be signed up to to download new music. So whatever music I was looking for, I'd hear about it in the charts or from another DJ and then I'd go download it more so than actively listening to a streaming platform or, or download or buying music to just listen to that album. So I kind of missed that period. So I'd really love to go back and see whether there was as much uh, negative feedback from the public um, around and, it. And I think it's funny because, like, they really stress uh, this, you know, um, Serenade and and even in these articles that it's an environmentally friendly, um, you know, mm. like chain or whatever, like it uses low energy. I mean, it's on Polygon, so... Um, you know, it is. It seems to be only everyone's fish. focus at the moment. They just yeah, trying to. Well, oh, it's, that's all it's they know. Environmentally friendly, everyone. We're good. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, the first comment on the bottom of that article was, um, NFTs are bad for the environment, are terrible for the environment, and allow people to scam others. Please think about reconsidering this. <laughs> Every, and it was like that's everyone's. That's everyone's. Like, Every product on earth has the ability to scam you. Yeah, you got a mobile phone in your hand. How many times yeah, you yeah. fucking try and get, get scammed scared. another day? Fucking Emails, at least at least three. What what are your what are your personal feelings, Jai? Like, give us a little. How do you feel about the the move towards NFTs? Like, did you being placed in the charts? Did you feel like that was just inevitable? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's always going to be in there, but I just again, it's to me is that there needs to be a level playing field for everyone. Um, you know, so it's got to be something that we can all, you know, all the marketplaces can implement and they can do it. So there's this free options. Imagine if there's a situation where, um, say, Sound XYZ, you know, that only does curated drops. I think they only do curated drops, don't they, Sound XYZ? At the moment, yes. Yeah. Yep. Imagine if that was the only platform that could do it. That would, like, people would be up in arms, wouldn't they? Because it's, you know, it's obviously gated and, and curated so heavily. Mm. Um, I think the fact that this is a smaller company that, that you know, doesn't maybe have as much attention. And, and to be honest, I don't know how much of the uh, music NFT space is, is looking at this. I haven't um, seen one. I haven't seen one on Twitter it, at all. Besides yeah. us. Yeah. So, um <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I think this is something that we, you know, as a community, people just don't know about because it's a smaller group or a smaller platform. Um, but I think if this was a bigger platform, that there would be a bit of outrage that it was just one platform. It should be everyone or no one mm. sort of thing. Well, and I th- I think and if even- that's the case, what's the standard that we're working at? So we can all implement that standard to our marketplaces, to our launch pads, to our NFTs. Um, that's what I'd like to see um, personally because I don't want to be at a disadvantage just because I choose one of the marketplaces to sell my music. Um, you know, like that's not really how it works um, in the traditional sense of it, you know, like as long as I'm selling it through somewhere that's a legit place, it, it you know, it counts. What do you, so, yeah, what I don't do you- know. What do you feel like the standard? If you were to create the standard, what do you feel like it would look like? Well, I mean, there's several several parts to that. Like, what? It, I mean, so there's several parts. Like, once you once you start looking at this, we start looking at things like the art is a factor as well. So you've got art. Can you have? Can it be a video? So can it have moving images on the on the artwork? Um, how many? How much information do we have in terms of attributes and metadata? Um, what quality is it at, uh, you know, cause at the moment there's some, there's some problems around, um, 
you know, certain block sizes and being able to actually fit a full song, um, you know, and, and recall these songs. Um, there's, there's, there's file limits basically on some of the stuff. So depending on what chain you're on, what marketplace, there'll be file size limits. You may not be able to have a song that's 10 minutes long on, on as an NFT. Um, and so how does that work for, for those type things? So, you know, like we just need to figure out these things and, you know, are there, is it additions? Is there rarity? Like, there's so much to work through because it, you know, because it's not just, it's, there's so many factors now. It's not like when we had CDs when we said, all right, we need the sample rate to be, you know, 44,100. We want it in 16 bit. And here's the metadata that you can attach to MP3s. It's not like that at all um, because we can literally do whatever we want now. Um, we don't really have these limitations as yeah, much. Do you, do you think that's scary or do you think that's exciting? I think it's exciting, but I think we need to figure out a standard, which is so funny because that's then centralization, isn't it? Um, that's, <laughs> a, that's kind of what I was... In a decentralized yeah. world, yeah. But, I mean, this is a conversation that I have at nauseum in spaces every day now. Centralization versus decentralization. How far do we go either yeah. way, you know? I think I think the smart people are, are saying, like, yeah, crypto and et cetera is never going to work unless there is some kind of regulation. In some yeah. kind of standards put in place because humans as, yeah. a, as a species cannot work with no parameters. Well, we can't <laughs> scale things. You can't scale yeah. things if you don't. Because like if you if everything's like – Everyone's working in all different directions madly all at once instead there's of always, working together. Yeah. There's always a trade-off between, you know, decentralization and performance. It's like that, you know, the more decentralized something is, the more you sacrifice performance because it's harder to, it's not as efficient. So you're always going to have this problem. So it's like, what do you value more? Do you value that decentralized nature? Um, and and that's kind of the issue. And it's like, I think, you know, as humans, as a society, we've always moved towards more organization. I think if you go back to the episode you guys had with um, uh, with Somi, um, that I think you guys were talking about that. Great episode. Oh, I wish I was there for that. Like I was listening to it when I was editing it. So so smart. I was just like, oh my goodness, I wish I was there. I I had so many questions afterwards. But but like (laughs) you know, we'll get it back on. So these are the the like these are the things that I've been struggling with. Is like where is that balance? Where and how do we come up with that? And I think the only way we really come up with that standard is by figuring out together as a community. So that's all the marketplaces, all the platforms, all the, all the blockchains, everyone has to sort of come together and, and, and talk about these things and propose ideas. Um, Do you because, think yeah, we need a maybe, maybe an NFT council? Oh, yeah, I could, I, I'd, I'd love to be the head of the NFT council. Is that, what, is that, what, is that, is that were you just asking, were you asking me to be the head of, of it? Is that what you were just doing? <laughs> you can sure. be the head of, you're the head <laughs> sure. of our dreams at the moment, Joe. Uh, what, um, what if, what if, um, what if Spotify integrated NFTs? Oh, well, I think they <clears> will. They're going to. Mm-hmm. Stupid not to. And so then, and so then can we just fucking, you know? Spotify and Apple, like yeah, you know, we we accept what, NFTs now. Well, to kind of like expand on, on your on what you've said there, Aaron. What do you feel like an NFT on Spotify would look and feel like on that platform? And what chain do you reckon that they would use? I fucking hope it's ETH. <laughs> <laughs> come on, soul. Come on, soul. <laughs> um, no, I guess. Oh, I guess. Well. No, they could definitely be a marketplace for sure. I mean, I was just thinking like maybe they're just a, they're an NFT. They integrate NFT streaming as well. But I mean, I would much. They could make a wallet. I think I, I think I would much sure. rather a Spotify marketplace. Eight million wallets. 
pick then, me. Um, oh no, sorry, the streaming like forty million words. Well, they're a tech company. They're yeah. not. Everyone calls them a streaming service, but in in really officially, mm-hmm. they're a tech company. So that's why I feel like they'll um, ideate into a place where NF- NFTs are accessible. They're already doing. I mean, they just rolled out ticket sales, and ticket sales are already doing well for them. Like you know, companies like Eventbrite are already a little bit stressed about it. Um, and it's just you know that's kind of the constant battle. And this is you know we're getting a little bit off track here, but this, that's the constant battle of tech is like. Once you have the people, you can just continue to add on to your whatever you have, mm. um, as long as it's still, clo- you know, by proxy within the realm of understanding of, of the people that are on your platform. Once you have, you know, that that twenty million, the forty million, you're like, eh, here's a wallet, here's some spaghetti. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Spotify, Spotify food delivery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I reckon that Spotify will eventually have like your wallet will be connected to your profile and then you'll be able to like purchase songs directly in they, the app and just dis- it'll be displayed on your profile. So, so like people will have to see by going to your Aaron's profile. Oh, geez. He, he owns every NFT of every Chainsmokers track. Like that guy loves Chainsmokers. You know, like you'll be able to. The Chainsmokers. Wow. But that, you know wow. what I mean? You'll be able to go and tell. Revenue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh yeah but you know i think you'll be able to see all these things and 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 then you'll be able to trade you know sell them if you want and things like that but i think i would love that's that's my that's my dream that's my dream of the social Spotify music nft marketplace that would be fucking incredible the, you you have to think as well it's like why wouldn't they have you know the biggest thing that spotify has got to be worried about um with nfts is the fact that uh, artists are accessing money immediately. So mm. the biggest issue with D- DSPs is the fact that money fucking, when's my money coming? Who the fuck knows? Mm. Aria, when's my money coming? Who the fuck knows? You know, like it, it they come at regular-ish times, but there's no precursor to how much that, that what that's going to be. You're just taking punts at like what that's going to be every time whereas the blockchain it's like it's there you're selling it direct you know what it's going to cost you well it you know like spotify should have inbuilt into your spotify for artists after every single song every, every single play it should have because the, the algo is working it out the whole time they like it is they can't tell you it's not it is they the, the there's a back end to their system that's telling them how much they've got to pay each person. It doesn't go. There's not oh, a lady the in, a, in, a, in a dark room going over all these sheets of. Paper. Yeah, there's no, there's no at the end of the month. All of a sudden, oh, compute! It's just happening <laughs> on the fly. So why aren't they showing that to artists? Because they have back back deal doors with labels as well. That's the problem. <sighs> yeah, they've got all this shit going on. So yeah. that's the issue for Spotify right now. Is they've re- they're they're looking down the barrel of the next five to ten years of. Um, open source, and they'll just be like, "Oh fuck, we'll, we'll have to get rid of all this shit and and figure out another way to make some more money, um, other than the shady shit we're we're probably doing right now." Yeah, so but it's not shady, you know. It's still all deals, fucking whatever. Just business. They're gonna make money. Everyone's gonna make money. Um, and if anyone from Spotify is listening, we're available. Yeah. <laughs> To come work for you for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll head up your uh, music we're, music NFT. NFT yeah. We're heading the Spotify NFT Music Council. Um, to kind of to kind of circle back to um, the charts 
as well. It's kind of, you feel like, what, what do you feel? Is there, oh, this is an interesting one. Do you feel there will be an award in the next five years for NFT sales? Yeah. Like at the Arias, they got biggest NFT. Because they've got streaming, don't they? Too. Do they have, do they have streaming awards already for the for the most of the charts, or is it just you just get it because you you know sales? I don't know, but why don't we just do one? Well, Cooper's probably already got that on the fucking in the Cooper. Band, don't Cooper do not do now. not do not take that idea. <laughs> I know there's a there must be a Spotify awards. So, I mean, as soon as there's a big enough platform that have their own awards. I mean, like. Song of the Year presented by YouTube Music, you know, like surely mm. that's fucking. Oh, uh, we've got to do Music NFT the release of the year by us. Give him a box we'll of Kellogg. Uh, we'll, I don't know. You can come on the podcast. <laughs> a signed box of Kellogg. Let's get some. We'll figure <laughs> it out. We'll pull some strings. Coin. Yeah, I'll give him a king coin. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll give a it. Project DJ. Yeah, Project DJ <laughs> NFT and a king coin, mate. They're rich. Yeah, I can throw some pixel bands in. <laughs> we can. Yeah. We can. We can, we can end throw up a band in. Yeah, we could end up getting a little swag prize bag. together. A little swag right. bag. We'll figure that well, out. I'm so just, you... I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the Aria um, mm. thing, and it's like they've got like best Australian live act as well. So it's yeah, like they, you know, they, if they're we're, making if we're fucking awards. giving awards for live acts and like tours and shit, surely yeah. <laughs> five years there's an NFT release award. Like, or something how like do you go best live act? Everyone, every artist you're talking about is a live performer. Like everyone that's getting an award is a live performer. You fucking best, co- best cover art. Jeez, I didn't even know some of these were awards. <laughs> Crazy. Like, yeah, and that, and that, but that, that's it. It's like you, you're, you're giving people awards for everyone. Like that's just, mm. it's kind of like a petition. <laughs> They're like, oh, we really wanted to give an award to someone, um, well, but we couldn't well, get it. Like- they didn't get best song. <laughs> so, best well, yeah, it's act. like. It's like it's like it's like the Oscars, you know. Like we're fucking giving an award for like every single department in a in a film set, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why wouldn't you give an award for an NFT? Pat on the back award. Um, All right. Well, we've got a new a new uh, lot of work for ourselves. We've just taken. I've just we've, I've just given us. Mm. Get, get your I tuxedos think, ready, boys. NFT NFT music awards. I uh, what? I th- I just really think yeah, I'm I'm super excited about. It. I think. You know, it's only with Australia and the UK already accepting it, it's only a matter of time before the US does. Um, once the US does, I think you'll see a lot of your favorite artists just chuck, just chucking a couple of thousand NFTs for sale um, on whatever platform of the day is approved and they're going to get sold because there are already collectors in the space that understand the collectability of them and they'll want to hold these whether the music fans are in the space or not, because they'll know and they'll understand. So be ready. Um, if if this early in the game, essentially, because really NFTs popped off like, like a year ago, 12 to 18 months ago. So this is early, early for charts to be going. They, they, they understand it so well because of where streaming went. So they just went, uh, it's obviously the same as streaming. Let's just move with the times and move with the technology. You know what this Which is going to do? already a good sign. Yeah. You've just sparked so many good ideas. 
Uh, you've got me thinking here. I'm like, it's gonna it's gonna change how we do supply and pricing of NF music NFTs. Hundred percent. Because they're gonna go. They're gonna be so much cheaper, so more people buy them. So you chart Bingo. as opposed to small Bingo. supply. Yeah. So Bingo. that's gonna uh, change the game. That's that's the standards that you'll have to see. That's the thing that yeah. I was I was, was kind of like, is he gonna dawn on this? That's that's the real game. Is is not the standard of like what's included. It's like how cheap you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Point zero 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 one sold. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, we sold two million of them. <laughs> Boys are on. <laughs> you to know, three. Is it, it going to three be, wallets? Yeah. Is it going to be individual wallets? Because you know, like that's yeah. another thing. And so, like, there's a bigger, much bigger, much bigger questions than than how you package in the NFT. Yeah. Um, because really, and and as I as we say with the as but as I said with Alice in Wonderland's project, like charting, selling selling a show out, like she basically made herself like with her team and her made herself a number one artist in Australia by playing the smartest game there is, yeah, which is just playing within the rules to the letter of the law, but just making it so it plays in their favor and and. You'll you'll see that, not yet because it's still no one. You know, I guarantee no one in the Muse band besides maybe one member knows what NFTs are actually doing. They've probably they've just gone, yeah, cool, let's do it. Like, let's be the first. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think you're going to see more more people come in in the next year, and then you'll and then it'll slowly you'll start to see those kind of like people trying to figure out how to best the system and, and kind of give them because right now I think Australia, Australia like get a gold is like 6,000 units sold. <laughs> it's so low bar is like at the bottom as far as, as low as it can go, it's down there because <laughs> they just know that no, you know, digital, uh, sorry, um, physical sales are just in the bin. Um, they're still there. So how, but they're just not. So how many NFT sales till you get a, till you've got a Bitcoin record? <laughs> is that how it's going to be? A Bitcoin, <laughs> Ethereum record? Or what's what, what's next? That's no, it'll still the be the same. It'll just be adding on, adding on to everything else. But yeah, I, I yeah, get no. you, Jake. I get you, Jake. Souls at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soul <laughs> Cardano. Whatever happens, <laughs> souls at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Good chat. We've uh, we've gone we've gone on a few little tangents today, but I think I think this has been a good one to. Um, to sort of just shoot the shit a little bit as well because um, there has been, you know, there's so many things that go on in the space that I think we can't really put into one topic a lot of the times and we try and do that on the show. Like we try and have a theme or a topic and sometimes we, it's like, uh, well, like well, there's three different things we want to talk about. So tonight was great to be able to just chop it up a little bit and hopefully get to do some more episodes like this in the future. Love you guys. Good stuff. All right. Catch Thanks everyone. Talk to you soon. If you learned something in today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review. That's the best way you can support the podcast. Feel free to leave one on whatever podcast app you use. And of course, make sure to share it with a friend.